Hi Tom, hi Steve, ich wünsche euch eine tolle Show. Vielleicht kann ich bald meinen Senf dazugeben. Welcome, everybody, and welcome to Masters of Profundication. I am Tom with them. I am Steve Files. And it has not been a full year since our last podcast. Did, did you check? I was going to ask. I, I didn't check. So uh, I think it within was, a year, that's great. That's Yeah, that's right. I, it was April, I think, was the last one. So I snuck it in. Nice. So we're, okay, we're coming so in. You're so uh, you did your research. What, what was our last topic? Why did, yeah, you, ask really Why did you ask me that? <laughs> I totally don't remember. So if we start talking about the same thing, we've already established that we don't remember what we talked about last time. Uh, I I actually, um, I was a little bit afraid that the trivia question that I picked is one that I've already asked. So so if it <laughs> I is, I apologize. Like, oh, I'm sorry, like, ah, trivia questions, give me something. What will be terrible is if it is a trivia question that we've I've asked or we've asked That's before and you don't get it. Yeah, no, that's very likely. I'm not smart. <laughs> Me no smart, very good. S-M-R-T. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Solid. I got to the Simpsons quote first. You stole it from me. What episode was it? Uh, I don't I don't need a number. I just need the synopsis. What happened? I'm okay. Hold on. I think it's Mr. Plow. Nope. No. He burns the place down. I do know that. Like he, he starts to. He burns his high school to. Well, his G, his equivalents, his GED. Yeah, I don't remember what the whole episode was about. Homer goes to college. <laughs> I am so smart. I am so smart. S M R T. I mean S M A R T. I'm watching right now the newest Jurassic World with what? no sound. Oh, okay, that's better. It's fantastic. So far, with no sound, it's been awesome. You can make up your own dialogue. It's got to be better than what's already in there. Yeah, a, a velociraptor was just spying on two people kissing. So I take it back. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only think that it's possible that the oh, and the velociraptor lives in an old broken down school bus. What a sad life! What a sad life for this little velociraptor living out in the middle of the woods, homeless, living <laughs> in a busted down school bus. Right, and then he has to though. he has to travel through the woods to see somebody. Kissing his old girlfriend. This is there's a writer on this movie that's getting all his <laughs> angst out, working all his issues through. It's like I remember yeah. when I lived in a bus. My girlfriend got stolen. <laughs> and I was hiding in the bushes and I was watching my girlfriend kiss somebody else. And then I got at them both. I'm gonna put that into a movie. <laughs> oh, there's a bunny. The Velociraptors are sneaking up on a bunny. Oh, they're gonna be friends. I haven't seen this yet. When did this come out? I don't I don't know. I saw that first Jurassic World with Chris Pratt was not uh, thrilled. I didn't see any of the others. Put there like two after that or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they weren't good. I, I just assumed that. I liked um, What's-Her-Face running from the T-Rex and heels. That was the <laughs> best part of the whole movie. That's uh, that's the pinnacle of agility right there. That's skill. Pure skill. Yep. Bryce Dallas Howard. So, talking about awesome movies, there's a... Um, I guess there's a Dungeons and Dragons movie they're making that's coming out relatively yeah, soon. It, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, one of the 
chats I'm part of, somebody posted something about Dungeons and Dragons lore, like some of the more fucked up parts of Dungeons and Dragons official lore that they're probably not going to put in the movie, but I really, really want them to. So apparently there's this thing, this phenomena. Do you know there's a race of fake beings in Dungeons and Dragons called Drow, they're dark elves. They're evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess <laughs> it's part of the lore that if there's twins in the womb, one of the twins will devour the other one. That's why there's no actual twins that get born. The strongest one devours the other one. Okay. The other in the womb and one's devouring the other one. The mother is orgasming. It's better than sex or any kind of drugs. This is officially in the books. The handbook's part of the lore. The mother is getting off. I one of her kids eating the other one. Now, wait a second. No, I want that in the movie. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, I've I've seen and heard all kinds of bonker shit, but that means that somebody, like, when they were doing, writing those books, those Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons books, somebody yep. came up with that. Bravo. Somebody's like, no, it, it's more than that. Somebody's like, I wonder, I wonder. Ah, yeah. Mama orgasming at the death of her kid. Write that down. Give it to a publisher. A publisher says, yup. Give it to an artist. An artist is like, I can draw that. <laughs> it's a whole fucking process. I like um, in the office when Dwight talks about uh, like absorbing his twin in the womb. And he <laughs> says, now I have the strength of a full man and a baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Edge you can get, I think. Did you see uh, Ant-Man yet? No. And I've heard it's not great. Yeah, and so, uh, like, I can't believe it's not great. Like, it's uh, <laughs> it's Paul Rudd. It's Ant-Man. I mean, it's weird. I like the other two Ant-Man movies. They're both pretty, uh, I don't know how to phrase it, inconsequential. Like, they're their own thing. Yeah, they informed on the Ant-Man character, so he could appear in Endgame and give him the boot the ass. But otherwise, yeah, they're, they're kind of their own thing. So this third one, they're really trying hard to tie it in, so... I just get this feeling that's not going to be the same. I don't know. Yeah, I read the reviews. I read some of the reviews, and I guess it was one of the. It's rated lower than Thor: Love and Thunder. Yikes! And I can't believe that. Like I, as bad as that, what Thor was. It's. Uh, that was the last one I saw in the theater. Yeah. After that, I was like, ah. <laughs> Did uh, you watch uh, the the Black Panther two? No, I still haven't seen that. It was just boring. I, I just there's no other way to describe it. I just sat there and I just zoned out the entire time because it was just it's a CGI fest and the characters weren't that engaging. And I'll say it. I'll say it. Maybe this will get me canceled, but I'll say it out loud. <laughs> they they should have recast the character instead of trying to make it a legacy because they made the, the the little sister the new Black Panther. They'd have been better off just recasting a new T'Challa. You know, Chadwick Boseman died. That sucks. But the show must go on. Yeah. Well, they uh, Marvel announced a couple of years ago that they were going to have more female heroes than male heroes. They're already there, I think. Yeah. So who do you, who we've got? We've got Captain Marvel. Uh, we have <clears throat> the new Black Panther. She Hulk. New Black Widow. She Hulk. I don't know what happens to this other movie, but uh, Evangeline Lilly is the Wasp or whatever. So she's another female hero. She was is, in it, the last... is it possible that Ant-Man dies? I don't I Like I said, I, don't, I would be surprised. But here's the problem with... This is the... Some of the leeway I'll give Marvel is that it's not the comic book, right? 
like the comic books characters can live forever. Peter Parker can be 20 to 25 years old forever. But the movies, the, the actors age out. Eventually, they're going to get tired of doing the same characters again and again and again. Like, if Chris Evans comes back as Captain America, it'd be for a cameo. You know, Robert Downey Jr., maybe if they back with a dump truck full of money up to his door, he might come back for a cameo. You know, after this next Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all done. Zoe Saldana's Zell, already said, I'm so glad to be done with these fucking movies. Like, these actors are done. They're, they just, they do it for a long time, really. Some of them, 10 plus years. Yeah. And they age out, they get tired, they get burned out, they, they want to move on and do something else. So the MCU, the actual visual nature of it, they got to keep it fresh. they got to keep throwing new characters in there. So it sucks that the Captain America and the Thor and the Iron Man and the Star-Lord and the Old Black Widow and all these characters that we like from back in the past are pretty much gone, but it had to happen. What I don't like is this weird agenda, and I, I know how that makes me sound, but... Like you said, we're going to have more female characters than male characters. And I don't understand the reasoning behind that. I just, I, I don't get it. Well, it's a ton of social credit, right? Isn't that what it, I mean, at some point in time, how much money can they lose, but they gain social credit? And, <laughs> and then they can cash that in. Well, I mean, like, I guess so. If if they get so much of that social credit so that, that they can later on have all these female characters and are they going to make the money at the box office? I like, I would go see any Marvel movie that I thought was going to be good regardless of male or female. And I, I suppose that there's some sort of bias or something that like there are more male action stars than female action stars. But that what's weird to me is there are female action stars that are really good. So, I mean, it's not like there has to be some sort of balance. It's just there are some that are really good and some that are not. Well, yeah, that's exactly you hit the nail on the head on that one. It depends on the writing. It depends on how they're making these characters. There's nothing intrinsically wrong with a female action hero or anything like that. But it seems like the ones they've chosen aren't great. Like, and they aren't great for a wide variety of reasons. You got anything from Brie Larson's wooden portrayal of her character, like the, the, the like, I don't know if she's trying to be stoic, <clears throat> trying to be, like, quietly badass, but it was just it just came off as she had no motive range. And she's a good actress in real life. But in this role, she was just like, I'm here. I'm going to punch people. I might kind of smile half a little bit, but that would be bad if I full smile because that's a misogyny or something. And then you've got this new Black Panther who she's so skinny and weird looking that it looks like the first time she punches somebody, she should break her arm. Like Ah, but I, the suit... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, narratively, I guess they could make up for it. It's just, you you don't buy it. But the weird thing is, there was, what the hell is her name? I can never pronounce it. Nita Lapunga. You know who I'm talking about. She's, She's the, the new the Black Widow. Black. No, no, the the first Black Panther, the, the girlfriend. Oh. In the first movie. She's, a, she's in a lot of different things. I can't, she's got a name that's hard to pronounce. Nita Lapunga, something like that. Okay. Crazy good looking, but that's beside the point. But... <laughs> She's in the second movie, and she's much more believable as an ass kicker than the main girl. They should have made her. If they weren't going to recast it, they should have made her because she just visually fits the part better. Yeah. Then you have She-Hulk, which is all over the place, breaking the fourth wall, making jokes, you know, all that, you know, I, I, I'm better than the Hulk because I'm a woman. You know, if they just that's that's the kind of thing they're doing. They're just throwing it in there without a care to what makes sense. What makes a good character? Why would people be engaged with this character? 
why do you care what happens to this character? No, they're chicken boxes, and it's boggles my mind. Yeah. Well, maybe like more and more of these super hype tentpole blockbuster, you know, supposed to be blockbuster movies <clears throat> are are doing bad. Like, mm-hmm. um, some of it's burnout. I get, I guarantee you that. Yeah, and I don't like the whole burnout excuse simply because, like, for a super fan of Star Wars, I'll never get burned out of Star Wars. <laughs> I, I know there are people that do get like. There's just too much content and in too many places. And, you know, there is quantity over quality. Marvel. I just was talking to my brother about this. Marvel and Star Wars because of Disney Plus now. And they just need to keep people subscribing. They just got to do an avalanche. Just keep throwing something out there. And it's quantity over quality. Yeah, but I I just I feel like uh, there doesn't need to be a downturn in quality to a property that is as big as star Wars. Like it's, it's weird to think that they stuck with the Skywalker saga to finish it (laughs) out in the sequels. Like they painted themselves into a corner, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you could have done a trilogy inside the star Wars universe with a different, you know, you just could have let the Skywalker saga be done with return of the Jedi. You know, I I was just going to say that it's, it's a shame that we got stuck with, the same characters just old. I mean, I know that there was fan service and everybody wants to see the millennium Falcon again. And everybody wants to see Han and Chewie and everybody, you know, wants to see Luke Skywalker again and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe (laughs) I'm going to say this with a straight face. Maybe Ryan Johnson was right. (laughs) And we just needed to let it go. I will come through this screen. That (laughs) That hurt my soul to say, but, uh no look I, i'll say this if you want my full <laughs> opinion on this go back and listen to our last jedi episode i'll do a quick recap it's fine to shake it up and move on if they had done it coherently you know with a plan we all know they didn't do that and if they had paid homage to the stuff that came before because we're only watching it because of the stuff that came before so if you had the force awakens that was a remake of New Hope. We all know it. But it set the stage. And then let that middle one, The Last Jedi, or whatever they would have called it if they had a plan, let that one be a nice swan song for Luke, for Leia, for Han. You know, let that be it. Let the three of them come together. They do something good, some real badass moment, and then they kind of ride off into the sunset. Even halfway through that movie or something. I don't know. But by the end of the movie, okay, we all understand the old stuff has had its time and it's moved on. And then the last movie, the trilogy, is really establishing the new character. That's not what they did. They took a giant dump over everything you thought you they loved. <laughs> and then said, I'm out. Peace out. This next movie, whatever the fuck it could be, it's only thing. I don't even give two shits. Like, Ryan Johnson sucks all the ass. <laughs> yeah, okay. But what he was trying to say was just let, let go of it. Let it die. And he didn't need to do it. On the big screen. He didn't need to throw a grenade into it's like everything. It's saying, I want world peace, and then hitting the button for a nuke, and by killing everybody, you get world peace. Yeah, he's, it's a nice... <laughs> it is the exact same thing. Execution, <laughs> yes, he hit a nuke. It's the exact same thing as a nuke. It's, that's it. <laughs> uh, well, well, I was just going to say, though, I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's, it hit me weird that the third movie, the episode 9, is called 
Rise of the Skywalker. And at the end of that movie, Ray's like, I'm Ray Skywalker. Like she pulled out the theater. That doesn't make any sense. Like I don't right. know why. It, it just hit me. Her choosing the name Skywalker makes no sense. There's no precedent for it and no reason why she would choose it. Because think about it. What Skywalkers did she know? Well, she made out with Ben. Who was not a Skywalker. Well, he was part Skywalker. <laughs> so she, they... she, she, she had a forced romance that came from nowhere with Ben. Okay. And then she trained with Leia, who was Organa. The only Skywalker she knew was Luke, who was this old grumpy hermit that told her to go fuck off, gave her nothing, and that was it. Like, that's the only Skywalker. She didn't know Vader. She, she, you know, she didn't know Anakin. She met Luke. Luke was a dick to her. Leia wasn't a Skywalker. She was an Organa. Ben was a Solo. You know, Han Solo was a Solo. No part of her story had anything to do with the Skywalkers. And at the end of the movie, she's like, yeah, I'm totally a Skywalker for reasons. <laughs> it, it, it made no goddamn sense. But that movie sucked anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad movie. It's a really bad movie. I was thinking about rewatching the han solo movie i still haven't seen it never you haven't no never, are you never, kidding never. uh well when you hear nothing good about it you, you should watch it or... you need to watch it because it's definitely not as bad as uh the last jedi in return of skywalker <laughs> or no wait what is the rise, of skywalker. rise, rise of skywalker those well, two high praise those are you know as long as you can clear that part <laughs> it's gotta be good. uh you know there's some clever stuff in it and Visually, it's really good. Just like The Last Jedi, visually, it's really good. There's a couple of really, really good scenes. Like, like honest-to-goodness good scenes. I think it's only ruined. Uh, there's, like, I don't know, benchmarks of in the movie where, look, it, it can't get any worse than this. And then some really good stuff happens. Then, oh, yeah, it gets really, it gets shitty. It's stupid. Um, like, the way he chooses his name is pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh he he's trying to uh, like cross a border. He's trying to like a border crossing in there. Like, show us your passport. What's your name? Uh, no. And that's sort of what it is. He, he goes up to a recruiting booth to, to like enlist in the Imperial Navy. Well, he thinks he's going to be a pilot, but in, he ends up being a grunt. And they ask him what his name is when they're recruiting him. And he's only going up to that booth really to escape kind of, the, the world that he's in mm-hmm. and he to kind of hide his identity and he's by himself he says his name is solo because Ooh. he's by himself and that is st- yeah that's it's really 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 dumb however a really cool p- plot point is he goes uh and and i'm supposed to know this because i'm a super fan but i don't know off the top of my head but it was it's it's one of the battles uh <clears throat> post clone wars it's one of the battles that they were fighting on a planet and it's a like video game lore comic book lore novel lore like it's a, it's a pretty big uh, it's a pretty big battle anyway uh he ends up um hooking up with a group that's kind it's really really cool uh they're like the three kings i i might be using the wrong metaphor <laughs> or movie do you remember three kings with george clooney when yeah like desert storm and these guys are going they're over in their kind of bad actors and they're they're there to steal money he hooks up with a group woody harrelson's group uh and mave oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. uh new tan uh tandy tandy newton, newton right yeah, yeah. i think that's it anyway he hooks up with them and they're like they're pirates they're they're scoundrels yeah 
and he hooks up with that group, but he gets captured, and that's where he meets Chewbacca, and Chewbacca's getting ready to kill him and eat him until he, like, pushes him down into the mud. Ooh, kinky. When he's pushing him down into the mud, he's, like, gargling. Like, he's making gargling sounds, and Chewbacca recogni- recognizes that as Han Solo knows how to speak my language. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. I do gotta watch this movie. That's and Han Solo, and, and Han, like, track. knows a little bit of Wookiee uh, language. <laughs> so he almost as good as Martha. Why did you say Martha? <laughs> it's it's almost the as bad. Or it's, it is as bad. Yeah. And he convinces <laughs> Chewie to help him escape. And through ingenuity, he, he and Chewie escape. And they become part of this crew. And then the crew pull off some jobs that are pretty badass. Pretty cool to watch. Pretty, I mean, visually, they're really stunning and neat. They do a train job. I know. That's never been done before, but mm. uh, anyway, and then, um, geez, I, I thought I was going to have like four or five points to say why they sucked, why that movie sucked. But really, the icing on the cake, I don't want to talk about Han Solo this entire podcast, but the oh. icing on the cake is, spoiler alert, the big bad guy that's running Crimson Dawn, which is the the organization that's yeah, yeah. like the bad guy. It's Darth Maul. Right. I mean, I... And, I, I, I and I saw the scene where he like pops his lightsaber for no goddamn reason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's only to prove that he's Darth Maul. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's he he like he's on a hologram and he he's kind of explaining who he is and then he pulls out his lightsaber and, and it's a dual lightsaber and he and he ignites it. And like probably in Lucas Lucas Arts, you know, they're like the audience when they see the double lightsaber it's going to be met with applause and it was like crickets it was <laughs> it was like people looking at each other like what the Why? fuck was that all about <laughs> well you know what they were thinking they were remembering everybody losing their shit at the end of rogue one seeing vader come back they're like oh we can do that again with uh, well Darth Maul. yeah and it was reminiscent of the scene in the phantom menace when he ignites his lightsaber and there's like one blade comes out first, then the other blade comes out and everybody's like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus it made sense. Cause he's actually getting ready to fight, but no, no. Yeah. It's cool. No, no, just in a hologram. So anyway, I was, I'm going to rewatch that soon. I might even do it tonight. Put myself to watching. Hans- <laughs> Hans- <laughs> uh, but as far as oversaturation goes, um, I could never, like they can do like the stupidest woke ass bullshit uh, Star Wars, and I'm still gonna watch it. Um, I don't even give two shits about the woke ass of it. It's becoming just ridiculous. Like the Book of Boba Fett was awful. Uh, the uh, what is it? The uh, Obi Wan one, mostly bad. Had its moments. Basically, it was like the prequels for me. The the lightsaber fights were cool, and the Force stuff was cool, but the plot didn't make any goddamn sense, and you know it was all over the place. Yeah, I um, and I'll say something, and I I don't know who's gonna be listening to this. And I I feel like it's a confession, almost blasphemy. But the Mandalorian is just okay. Sorry. Right. Well, I I would argue that I think the Mandalorian is fan fucking fantastic. I it's love the Mandalorian. The best of the Disney stuff, far and away, and it's definitely uh, worth watching. But at I, the end of the day, I'm not sitting there like, yeah, that was fucking. I'm like, okay, that was cool. Well, Andor is my favorite. Andor was good. Andor really is good. absolutely at the top, um, and and then the Mandalorian, and then 
I'm trying to think of what else they've put out that I mean Bad Batch is good. I mean it's but it's for kids. It's yeah. it's ridiculous, you know, adventures of a kid with some soldiers that survived Order 66 and you know they they get up to all kinds of shenanigans and they're you know they're written for children. Yeah. But they look really 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 good and sure. I'll stick to that. Uh I still <laughs> have a watched, visual medium. I still haven't watched all of the Clone Wars. I, I really need to watch that. Uh, Ahsoka's coming out soon. And I did watch Rebels, and I I think that I've mentioned this to you before, but it's worth mentioning again. <clears throat> if you do plan on watching Ahsoka, because if you're going to start skipping stuff, uh, I would recommend anybody that is kind of coming in cold to that and that maybe hasn't watched Rebels or Clone Wars, I highly recommend watching like a... A YouTube video just to catch you up to speed because the Ahsoka season or or the first season, because it was going to be a, a mini series one and done season. And I guess that they've come out and said that it's going to be multiple seasons now. Of course, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I would um, I would recommend watching something because it's essentially Rebels season five. Hmm. Like a lot of the one of the successful things that they're doing with the Mandalorian is they're bringing in characters live action characters um for people who at up till now had only been cartoons they did that in the boba fett one too yeah boba fett mandalorian and now ahsoka is gonna be like all, almost all of the rebels characters mm. from the rebels tv show they're they're like all gonna be in it live action That's definitely i mean i got i mean i got no desire to watch the cartoon i'll just say that straight out so yeah i'll probably get a synopsis on youtube or something it's uh, there's about 30 percent of that show that's worth watching. The rest of it is absolute junk. It's it's junk. Hmm. But there's there's a I'll give you a, a quick rundown is there's a Jedi. It's Freddie Prince Jr. plays this Jedi. And it's so memorable that I'm I'm coming up with his name this fast. <laughs> uh, Kane. It's OK. Kane, Kano. Kane. Kano. And, All right. Crossover. Uh, no. Who is it? I, anyway. He is recruiting a kid with force powers and he wants to train him like Jedi Padawan style. And he does, though the child is, uh, you know, a little scamp and gets up to uh -huh. all kinds of trouble. And little rascal. Yep. He's a little rascal and they're pirates and they're, you know, they're up to no good all the time. And <laughs> they're just causing trouble for the Empire. The Empire's kind of. They're bad most of the time, but they're inept, just like, you know, normal. Yeah. And um, the kind of undertone through all of the episodes are there are many cells, rebel cells, and just like in Andor. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to kind of get everybody on the same page so they can put up a real fight. And so, spoiler alert, Ahsoka plays a character that unifies rebel cells good for her yeah so i mean she's she's not a bad character she's being played by rosario dawson no that's one of the few shows i'm actually looking forward to hopefully it's like i said before it's the same as anything else it depends on how it's written but the character is pretty good and it's you know rosario, rosario dawson's a good actor so fingers crossed yeah <laughs> it just well they it could either great or be the biggest pile of shit depending on how well they write the plots and if they actually put some effort into it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'll I'll watch anything that's Star Wars. 
I mean, nothing's going to... Have you watched the Christmas special? Yes, I love the Christmas special. Uh, I was going to call you out. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's a childhood thing that I hadn't watched. It was, like, played on TV to much hype once Mm. upon a time. And then it, like, disappeared into oblivion. And then when Disney Plus came out, they they brought it back. So, (laughs) you know, it's it's goofy, just like like a lot of that stuff in the 70s and 80s were just kind of like they didn't they didn't know they were bonkers, like Muppets. You know, have you watched the Muppets, the Muppet show? Did you watch the Muppet show when you were a kid? Yeah, when I was a kid in the movies. Have you watched any of the Muppets like? nowadays like it's it is some bonkers shit it's, <laughs> well, didn't it's awesome they make, a few years ago they made a tv show that was supposed to be like 30 rock like behind it yeah. was like behind the scenes sitcom almost yeah and i don't know like, how it did i didn't i didn't see it but i watched an episode or two and i remember it was weird i actually appreciated what they were trying to do but i guess the reason it fails the reason i didn't keep watching because it just didn't hook me like i was like yeah okay like i didn't say like what a pile of crap like i you know i'm just like yeah i get what they're doing it's fine i got a couple of chuckles and call it good i don't know i didn't keep up with it apparently neither did anybody else and then yeah it did like one season that they did a haunted mansion special with uh job oh yeah well, man uh, will arnett <laughs> i can see your face i can see you struggling <laughs> well yeah, it's a struggle well, let's be honest it was a coin flip whether i was going to remember the name or not anyways but <laughs> Yeah, well, they did uh, a Haunted Mansion special last Halloween. It was awesome. But I'm a, I'm, again, I'm a Haunted Mansion super fan from Disney. Sure. I love that shit. Uh, I don't know. Do you listen to Smartless, the podcast with uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean uh, Hayes? No, yeah, you told me about it, and I, I always meant to. Yeah, they have a new episode every Monday. It's they're they're really good. They're I have my issues, but. You know, they're not taking show notes from me. <laughs> and they should. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Write him an angry letter. Yeah, well, Will, every once in a while, will will say something about how somebody stops him in an airport and gives him show notes or something. And he says, yeah, right. Okay. Like, I'm going <laughs> to. It's fine. Anyway. <clears throat> so, speaking of wokeness, mm-hmm. is, there, um, is there an ability to come back from being canceled? You know, I think I, I was doing a little bit of research and I, I came up with an example of somebody who did. I guess it depends on how canceled and, and canceled for what. Oh, no, I I, that, I I know what I saw. Now. Somebody said, I was looking at a list of like celebrities that were canceled and they had Brendan Fraser, but they're like, eh, he's more blacklisted than canceled. Nobody's quite sure why. They kind of did him dirty and now he's having a comeback. So, well, like Mel Gibson keeps kind of, sort of popping his head back up a little bit and then fading away it comes back a little bit he uh he aligns himself with some pretty popular people like robert downey jr have you seen the the robert downey jr and um oh it was like some sobriety thing he gave a speech and brought him up yeah anyway so i maybe maybe that has something to do with it if you lay low and you align yourself with the right people (laughs) i have a really really good example of somebody that absolutely crawled through the stink pipe of shit to come out smelling like roses on the other side. Johnny Depp. No, Michael Vick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Vick, uh, quarterback in the NFL, like one of the, on his trajectory was to be like one of the best, uh, fantastic quarterback. And he 
ended up getting busted with a dog fighting <clears throat> ring. Right. So uh, at the time, you would have thought that he had assassinated uh, like some public figure and went on a raping spree. And it was <laughs> he was literally scum at the bottom of the pond. He was ter- a terrible, terrible person. They put was him he, away. Was he he went to, yes, literally <laughs> scum on the bottom of a pond. No, he uh, he took it hard. Like he went to prison, lost everything. Everybody got as far away from him as possible. And uh, he can be seen um, doing commentary for football now. I'm pretty yeah. sure on Fox. He's. Does, does anybody ever mention it? Like, does anybody ever allude to it or hint like, I don't hey, think so. you. Uh... I've, I've never seen anything come up. Now, he did, you know, his heartfelt apology. And of course, with social media now, he can go worldwide with his apology. And, um, you know, he he paid his dues to society. And I would be willing to bet that he is donating a large chunk of his salary to, you know, animal abuse. No, not not promoting (laughs) animal abuse because he already did that once. But the prevention of animal abuse. Putting yeah, anyway. all the rings and stitch up the dogs. <laughs> he absolutely like I don't I don't know if I'm doing it enough justice telling you how bad it was for Michael Vick when he was caught with the dog, you know, fighting dogs. Oh, yeah. No, it was, I mean, I don't really keep up with the NFL dramas, but even I remember that one it made all yeah. the biggest headlines and all that. And, and he's back. Well, almost in the same vein. Well, sort of a little bit. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, like. I don't remember exactly what he did other than bite off a guy's ear. And like, I don't... slapped around Robin Givens. <laughs> at the very What's least. that? He slapped around Robin Givens. Oh. And I want to say he abused at least a couple of women. So domestic abuse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, <clears throat> here's something. Uh, despite their strong stance, uh, the NFL uh, turns a blind eye to domestic violence quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, they uh, players if they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, there are there are players that on an annual basis will get caught like on elevator security cam beating a, a woman or something like that. And the next thing you know, it's swept right under the rug. You hear mm-hmm. nothing else about it. So, uh, yeah, domestic violence, I think, might be one of those things that is a little bit easier for them to sweep under the carpet. Well, Mike Tyson, I mean, didn't have the NFL back, but he didn't have anybody back. But somehow he he just came back like. The hangover kind of put him back on the radar and then started making an appearance. I saw this clip a while ago of him doing this talk show. And I don't, it, was, it wasn't even like a national talk show. It was more of like a local thing, if I remember right. But the host made a reference to his, I think he did some jail title thing. And the host made a reference to that. And Mike Tyson called him a piece of shit. Like just went off on him. Like, you know, what the hell's wrong with you, you piece of shit? Like, oh, I should beat the crap out of you, blah, blah, blah. Didn't, you know, luckily for him. <laughs> yeah. And, Looking for everybody, I guess. And uh, I think he, tw- I think he stormed off the show. Either stormed off the show or just spent the rest of the whole segment just stewing and being pissed off and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, like, like weird social contract was broken. It was almost like we're not supposed to talk about this anymore. Like I'm on the good side now. And yeah, like Michael Vick. Like, like yeah, we like certainly the deal is now about. you can't bring this up anymore. Once they pay their debt to society. I that's but that's exactly it though. That's not a criteria. Like, 
If you ask it, like, so we both know that cancel culture is very skewed one way. You know, it's left-wing people not not liking, not, I'm not even going to say right-wing people, just left-wing people doing the canceling. They can cancel right-wing people or left-wing people or anybody like that mm-hmm. because because it's the left-wing people, because it's driven by social media, specifically Twitter, which is mostly populated by younger people, and younger people mostly are left-wing progressive types. So that's why it, the demographics skew that way. But these are the same people that will rightly say what you say. You know, you pay your debt society for a normal person. Like, hey, you knocked over a liquor store and knocked over an old lady on the way out and she broke her hip and you got a hit do 10 years behind bars. All right, but you did your 10 years. You should have a clean slate. You should be able to get a job and, you know, get a loan and blah, 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 to own a home and blah, all that stuff like normal. There shouldn't be a stigma on you because you paid your debt. Cool. But you take a celebrity that did much, much less and they're persona non grata. There is no paying your debt for the most part. You got you, your Michael Vicks and your Mike Tyson. But I will be cold in the dead. I'll be cold in the dead, dead ground. I'll be dead in the cold, cold ground before, you know, like Bill Cosby ever gets a redemption arc. You know, there's no, there's no oh, chance. Oh, for sure. Um, probably not Kevin Spacey either. Uh, James Franco, who the hell knows? He might start doing a few little things here and there. So here's a question. What What constitutes being canceled? Because I think that you and I have a different example or not not a different example we we would have different standards that we would be held to versus somebody that is a celebrity so a celebrity being canceled loses the ability to be a celebrity they lose their star it's status like a boycott. They, yeah they, like basically the the great unwashed internet mobs use their one group brain to decide this person we will not watch anything there are, you know, any movies, any TV shows, whatever they're putting out is, this is why it's focused on celebrity, because this is somebody that's, they're not going to a nine to five job and punching the clock. They're putting something out there for consumption from the wider world. They're an artist in some way, shape or form, or a sports star, something like that. And so the great masses get together and say, we are not going to patronize this output they're making. You know, we're not going to buy their products if they're a sports star. We're not going to go see their movies if they're a movie star. We're not going to watch their or listen to the music if they're a musician, you know, whatever the case may be. That's how a celebrity gets. And that's why it's reserved for celebrities, because I guess a, somebody like you or me, a normal person could get, quote unquote, canceled if we do something horrible and everybody we know ostracizes. But I don't sure. think anybody would call that canceled. Right. But so I find it strange that the celebrities that get canceled are usually left leaning as well. So isn't I mean, it's just it's wild that. Like well, nobody's safe. No, I don't. I don't think anybody is safe. And to some degree, like I don't. I don't necessarily agree with all the reasons people are getting canceled. And I don't think that somebody just because they lean left or right should get canceled. You know that obviously should be reserved for some some terrible things. You know, like yeah. you know sexual abuse, domestic violence. You know those types of things for sure. You you shouldn't you shouldn't have any kind of you know, voice as a celebrity, but people that, be escape. right. And, and so like, I'm trying to think of some of the other reasons why people get canceled. And I, and I think, um, like if, if somebody not necessarily comes out in favor of guns, but if, if somebody is pro second amendment, they can't say that they're pro second amendment in Hollywood because they're going to get canceled. Right. Um, or at least they're going to feel the heat 
which I've always found to be ridiculous because Hollywood glorifies the use of handguns. <laughs> like if if anything, wait a minute, are you saying it's hypocritical? No, no, these people are not. If, if anything, Hollywood should be so pro Second Amendment. Oh, I mean, no. like guns are in every movie, every movie. You, I mean, if there's a reason why everybody in the world watches American action movies because they can't. It's hard to make a like a British action movie or a Canadian action movie because at least contemporary, like set in modern times, because who's using what guns? You, nobody has them. Well, they're illegal, but they have them. Yeah, but not any wide scale. <laughs> you can't do a big old game shootout or anything like that, or a big like a, like a, a Die Hard type of thing. You can't do that with a really can't do that with like a British cop because they don't carry guns. So right. how, what's even happen? You know, pepper spray the fuck out of everybody. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Die Hard becomes a completely different movie if they don't have guns. If they're just <laughs> if they're just pepper spraying and using harsh words. But uh, there's so I came up, I did what come up uh, on my research with this little anecdote that I thought was pretty interesting. And it's, it was it's a woman that she wasn't a celebrity, but she was almost a celebrity until she got canceled. Okay. So okay, real quick, there's this woman named uh, Natasha Tynes. She was Jordanian, like she's a, either an immigrant or she's a kid of immigrants from Jordan, uh, Jordanian American. She wrote a book that she worked on for four years, a novel. It was called They Called Me Wyatt, uh, about a murdered Jordanian student. And uh, she just happened to be on, I think, the Washington, D.C. Metro. And she saw an employee standing around in uniform eating on the train. And she didn't like that. And she took a picture and tweeted about it and said something like i thought we're, we're supposed to get on the train this is unacceptable little weird little kind of stuffy and kind of stick of her ass she got fucking crucified on twitter because the employee was black oh yeah uh somebody wrote this whole long thing uh her publisher canceled the book what is like there's this tweet from her publisher said tweeting a picture of metro work eating a breakfast on a train but while black women face constant barrage of this kind of inappropriate behavior directed towards them and a constant policing of their bodies, we think this is unacceptable and have no desire to be involved with anyone who thinks it's acceptable to jeopardize a person's safety and employment this way. We are currently taking appropriate actions to cancel Times' novel. Wow. This, uh, within our dis- distribution network and a strongly urgent blah, 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 blah. Basically, because, she, like, like, yeah, it was a little dumb. Like, what the hell does she care and she got her life taken from her. She This was everything to her. She was working on this for years. This was like the culmination. This was the beginning of her career because she tweeted something off color. Now, this is one, a good example of holy crap, cancel culture is insane. But two, for me, this is the bigger thing is it wasn't even that what she tweeted. It was that she tweeted. What was she hoping to accomplish? Because she was trying to get some anonymous internet accolades she was she was looking to get that quick dopamine dump of all kinds of people she doesn't know going yeah you preach it sister tell this lazy employee what's up and it yeah. backfired on her so yes yeah, she got canceled but there's this part of me that's like you play with fire you get burned right yeah and well uh so a little bit, Look, okay. a little bit the same but but different whenever i hear them talk about somebody that's the greatest of all time so tom brady uh lebron james they're even starting to call patrick mahomes the greatest of all time like he's in 
he's in the conversation when somebody talks about the greatest of all time. Sure. And I think that it is the biggest joke because you can't call somebody the greatest of all time until they're dead because <laughs> they still have time to tweet something stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, and, and the greatest of all time moniker will be stripped so fast. Like so yeah, go ahead. Call call anybody you want. The greatest of all time. Call LeBron James. The greatest of all time. Sure. Michael Jordan. Greatest of all time. They they all have the ability to say and do something so stupid that they get that pulled away or have already said some something stupid and it gets discovered. In sure. Right. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know, they could. They could die and be have trophies named after them and have MVP awards named after them. And they could be in the history books as the greatest of all time. And then they find out that, like, in 2010, they tweeted something that was mildly racist. Ah, take it all away. Yep, take it away. Yep. You, you said, and you they're dead. They're not here to defend themselves. Oh, well. No, so much the better. Because yeah. you can write long think pieces and make artwork about it and you don't have to worry about getting sued for slander and whatnot <laughs> right well well one thing i forgot to, the, my point with the story of the woman was what she did was nowhere near deserving her to lose her livelihood and her dream over but it's almost poetic justice that it happened because she fed the beast that is twitter or mm-hmm. any social because yep. that's my thing is i'm still not convinced that social media won't be the downfall of our fucking society yeah, if we can if we continue to take it as seriously as we do, absolutely. Yeah. Social credit is an absolute real thing, real thing. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is nothing more than a bathroom wall, a public restroom wall, and go ahead and write whatever you want. Just understand that people are going to know that it's you writing it. Mm-hmm. That that's all. That, I mean, what the hell does Twitter have to do other than people claiming that elections get fixed because of twitter and you know it's if if you're receiving all of your news from an echo chamber on twitter then like we're doomed <laughs> i mean there's plenty of echo chambers trust me but uh yeah i mean that's exactly it yeah and it's tough because we've kind of built our life around it now um i i feel terrible because i don't interact with facebook like i used to i i, I used to use facebook a lot as a tool to keep in touch with my family that you know, I'm we're spread out. I've got family mm-hmm. all over the country and I just don't use it as much as I used to. And I I feel bad because that that to me is the true purpose of Facebook is. And, you know, Instagram and, you know, posting snarky stuff or, or posting a meme, you know, is is funny once in a while. But if that's all like if you're just digesting memes and that kind of stuff, then you're in trouble, mm-hmm. you're in real trouble. So well, I mean that's that's why I got Facebook when I was on when election seasons come around, which goddamn all the time, really. Let's be honest. My Facebook feed was filling up with people sniping at each other through memes, and it was it was it, it would have been funny if it was so goddamn tragic. It was so yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a lot of those, a lot of those are funny because they're true, kind of thing. Yeah. Like I mean, there's a little bit of truth to make them funny, and if you can't laugh at yourself. You can't laugh at your own party if you can't laugh at the candidate that you you know you support. I guess that's that's part of the problem too. I just I I felt like I was looking at a a room full of people that were shouting at each other while facing the wall. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like well, I, I people mean, people that were angry at each other and going at each other, but weren't actually 
interacting with you. They were just yelling platitudes into the void, hoping some the person they didn't like would hear it and get wounded, I guess. I just didn't understand it. Because, like, posting a funny picture or a meme or something, a joke, I created super, I don't, that's fine. But using it to prove a point and win a debate is asinine. Mm-hmm. The most juvenile thing I can absolutely think of ever, besides literally being juvenile, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, and I can't say that I haven't done something like that before. I mean, there's there has to be, like, some form of satisfaction to it because people yeah. do it uh, all the time. Just satisfaction so. shooting up heroin doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a part of being an adult. He actually, you could, you choose not to eat twelve cupcakes in a row. Stop at ten. You know, like that's exactly. No, I'm an adult. I get to do what I want. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. tell me what to do. And then I demand my free insulin because I deserve it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I I think that uh, you know cancel. I, I was speaking to somebody the other day about it. They don't believe that cancel culture exists. And that's at first. Well, I, at first I bristled. I was like, no, of course it exists. And then I started to think of some examples and stuff like that. And, you know, there's obvious examples of, of people losing their jobs. Uh, there's a huge contingency um, on Reddit of people that get other people fired. They dox them. Uh, yeah. These Karens that might go into a, a Starbucks and they say incredibly racist things. And they throw a coffee at a worker. The next thing right. you know, somebody is finding them online, contacting their employer and getting them canceled, getting them fired or something like that. Like, I mean, that that exists. I've there's plenty of examples of that online. As far as like celebrities and stuff like that being shunned away from social media and stuff like I, I don't I don't consider that the bad kind of canceling, I guess. I, I mean, it's hypocritical if one side can do it and they don't get banned from whatever platform they're using i I, that's another thing that people talk about is deep platforming and you know if somebody says something that's mildly you know i I don't want to say mildly racist because i don't know that that's probably cancel worthy to say that all racism is not you know you can't be mildly racist you're either racist or you're not but if you say something that there's maybe is, <laughs> maybe is uninformed or, you know, if you if you said something that like is slightly biased in any way, shape or form, you know, if that gets you kicked off Twitter or something like that, who gives a crap? You know, uh, one yeah. an example that I'm trying to think of <clears throat> is like James Woods, who's who's he's a conservative and he talks about gun rights and he talks about, you know, anti-liberal ideas and things like that. And he gets banned all the time from platforms. And like, if they're going to do it to you and not to other people, I can see where that's a problem. But at the end of the day, if you're just not allowed to make a TikTok video because you said something that was a little bit bigoted, you know, get over yourself. Yeah. See, Okay. so this is where I come from on this. Things like Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. These are all private entities. So ultimately, if they want to ban you because you wore a hat that freaking Mark Zuckerberg doesn't like, he has that right to do it. It's his goddamn company. It's not a government utility. You know, free speech applies to government coercion. It always has. People forget that all the goddamn time. Right. So if Twitter wants to ban somebody and not somebody else, it makes them jerks. It makes them hypocrites. 
but it's not illegal. You know, if if somebody wants to make their own, you know, completely biased platform and only express views that they agree with, they have the right to do that. You know, God bless fucking America. That's what we're built on. <laughs> yeah, know? I guess my thing is, is, is like cancel being canceled can mean many, many things. Right. And, and the bad cancel is when somebody says something off color. You know, if you're a rapist like Bill Cosby, you deserve to go to prison. And the canceling goes right along with that. But if, like, this woman that says something insensitive and a little bitchy didn't deserve to have her fucking life burnt down. Or there's this old example from years ago about this woman that she's at this company. I, I always forget the, the firm details. Basically, as part of her job, she got on a plane going to some country in Africa. Oh, yeah. And she said something. She tweeted something, like, in the early days of Twitter. She tweeted something about uh, maybe something will happen to me. Just kidding, I'm white. I was actually trying to use sarcasm to prove a point about how white people are treated better than black people over there. Yeah, by so the time the plane landed. By the time the plane landed, she was already fired. Every Everything was like people had lost their minds. So like she got off the plane, looked at her phone, and got emails and texts from people going, God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe this happened to you. You know, yeah. we'll try to help you out. She's like, wait. Found out she was fired. She was, everything was done. Like her life was over with. Literally canceled. Yeah. Like, like yeah, she was, like she was, just shy of being executed. Right, exactly. And that's the kind of canceling that I'm like, that's insane. That's like, that's mob rule. That's that, that's nuts. There was, a, there was something a couple of years ago, this guy was on a beach and a couple of girls in bikinis were being girls in bikinis. And the guy was like, he's like conservative Christian or something. He, he said something dumb, like, hey, can you cover up? My kids are around or something. And... They put that shit up on whatever, Twitter, all that stuff. He got fired. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that was stupid. You're on a fucking beach. What do you expect? You're going to see people in bikinis. But at the same time, did he deserve to lose his livelihood? Because these two little self-important princesses figured that this guy said something that they didn't like, so they're going to tear his life down? Yeah. That's nuts. That's absolutely insane. So is it illegal? No. Is it a sign of a deeply, deeply unhealthy society? Fuck yes, it is. And it ain't getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we don't get canceled for talking about a Serbian film. Yeah, if it hasn't happened yet. That's right. Our, that that we'll just sailed a long time ago. We'll we'll lay low for almost a year, and then we'll do another episode. Right. Yeah, that's how we keep afloat. Is that's we only we, uh, that's right. we only put stuff out once a year, so yeah. you can't really complain. Talk about quality over quantity. It might be once a year, but man, is it good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You even have people like Obama going out there and talking about it's like this cancel culture shit sucks. You gotta stop. <laughs> I, I bet that's a direct quote from Obama. Yep. Cancel this culture cancel culture sucks. sucks. Quote. Bitches be crazy. Unquote. Yeah. Bitches be tripping. Obama probably. <laughs> <laughs> Those are funny. Well, if you heard, you know, you know the deal about J.K. Rowling. Rowling. I don't know. Yeah. That. Yep. It's flaring up again because a new video game just came out. Somebody yeah. Hogwarts. Transphobic. And, yeah, well, the, the 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 mob is pissed. A that this game even got made. I guess I read somewhere that you know when she said what she said, they people were like hounding the publishers to take away her royalty. Yeah, like that's a that's illegal. But B, <laughs> that's nuts. Basically, they're like she says something that I don't agree with as opinion. I want her to be destitute and living on the streets. That's the mindset. Well, and. That's a really good example of uh, an intellectual property 
that has grown beyond its origin. I think Star yeah. Wars is like that too. Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh it's just it's just too big. It's too many hands in the pie. Thumbs in the pie. How does that go? Anyway. Pies in the rectum. <laughs> There's just too many pies in the no, rectum. No, I take that back. There's never too many. Uh you know, it's just too big. And you can be mad at J.K. Rowling on an individual level and still like Harry Potter. Sure. But that, that goes back to it. I think it was one of the last episodes we did. The divorcing the product from the producer, like an author or whatever, right. an actor that does something dumb, has a bad opinion, whatever. You can still appreciate what they put out, what they've created. Yeah, it just I, it gets harder. <laughs> it, You know, I don't. Whether I disagree or not with Joss Whedon, I'm always going to love what, you know, I'll always love Firefly. There'll be no way that I don't. Man, I, I think all want, of those. Huh? You, you want to talk about getting canceled. I got an opinion that probably will get us canceled. <laughs> well, let's go. Cancel okay. away. Let's do it. Let's Listen, get canceled. I love Joss Whedon. I loved, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of my favorite shows of all time. Firefly was amazing. I like Dollhouse. I like Cabin in the Woods. All that Joss Whedon goodness. When this stuff came out, and, and I maybe my problem is I didn't really look into it enough. Basically, the thing I heard was that on set he was abrasive. Like, you better shape up, do it the way I want, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's jerky. But here's the here's what's happened. And this is what I see in a lot of different instances like this. You got people like uh, Chris McCarpenter, who started it, and Sarah Michelle Gellar, who are now saying stuff like, yeah, it was horrible. You know, we got to stand together and speak out about this. And Man, you know, they just, it was such an abusive set. Years after the fact, like sure. you you cashed in when you could. You didn't speak up when you could, when it would have made a difference. You know, you saw it happening, it happened to you, and you kept your mouth shut. And then years later, after it was, there's no way they're going to be doing a Buffy revival or a, you know, Firefly revival or any of that crap. Years later, you're like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That, that was horrible. And I'm going to go on all the talk shows and say it. And it's like, no, you're so, you're, you're cutthroat. You're, you're, you're freaking, you're taking advantage of this new flavor of the month shit on Joss Whedon thing They're victims. to become relevant for 15 more minutes. They're victims. And, you know, you you can't get inside the mind of a victim that's, you know. Yeah. Look, like, if with he slapped around or something, but if he was just a bad boss, which is basically what he was, from what from everything I saw, he basically he was caught up in his own hype. I don't know. He was a bad boss. He was the equivalent of a bad boss. Cool. You're never going to escape that. You're always going to have a bad boss. Everybody has a bad boss. You don't get to come back years later and shit all over the guy that is the reason why anybody even knows who you are. I mean, good yeah. Lord. Well, and there, I think that maybe not so much with him because you're talking about people that have that were already successful. Um, but there is a little bit of that, um, I don't know, lawsuit mentality maybe a little bit. But uh, Michael Irving... He's a football player, and now he's a commentator um, just at the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl press, uh, it takes two weeks. There's two weeks in between the, the last playoff game and the Super Bowl. And in that period of time, the everybody that's covering the Super Bowl for the press goes to wherever the Super Bowl is, and they do all kinds of stuff, TV, interviews, you know, things like that. And um, Michael Irving, who was a former football player, He's in the press now. He's outside where they're doing the Super Bowl, and he sexually assaulted a woman. And I think that might have been verbally. 
And they immediately, like immediately told him, leave the premises. You're no longer going to be a commentator for the Super Bowl. We're talking about a former, like a legendary football player who is now a commentator. It was all fake. She, this woman reported it. It never happened. And, and he lost out. He didn't cover the Super Bowl. Probably his reputation is going to be tarnished to some degree henceforth. And multiple witnesses, a ton of witnesses came forward and was like, yeah, this is not real. This is fake. Mm-hmm. Corroborated his story and said that this woman's full of shit. Now, you know, they could all be full of shit, too, for all I know. I don't know. But he's he's since been exonerated, you know, from for the most part. But it just it was a temporary canceling. <laughs> he temporarily got canceled, but it was a knee jerk reaction. It was it was fast. So, yeah. Well, um, you know, you know, Aziz Ansari. What's that? You know, you know, Aziz, I think I'm saying Aziz. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Flash. Ezra? No, no, no. He was in Parks and Rec. Oh, right? yeah. Indian yeah. guy. He's a comedian. Yeah. He got canceled because of a bad date. Like, he went on a date with a girl, and she just, it wasn't sexual assault. He wasn't off color. He didn't say anything. It just, he wasn't, a, like, I forget the details, but basically it came down to it was a bad date. And she lambasted him on social media, and he got canceled. If hmm. That, I mean, seriously, have you seen him pop up anywhere since Parson Wreck? No. Yeah, because of that. Well, that sucks. But you 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 bring up a good point, though. Ezra Miller is like the anti, like, he should be canceled. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. The dude is batshit insane. But that Flash movie is still coming out. Yep. Well, Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that that's awesome. Now, no, I don't think it's awesome that he's still going to do it. You know what I mean? Like. If he's supposed to be canceled for if he's guilty of the things that they're saying he did, of course, he should he should not have the ability to be in that movie. <clears throat> but as a studio, what do you what do you some do? Some of the shit he did was actually strip illegal, if I remember right. Yeah, I think that there were like some underage people that he kidnapped, like at gunpoint, yeah, sexually assaulted them or something like that. And I don't see him disputing it like without being crazy. I think I've seen some stuff that he's done to defend himself that the thing that he did made himself sound wacky. You know what I mean? So, but I don't, I don't know. And is that one of those things that until you're, until you're convicted, we shouldn't cancel somebody until they're convicted. Well, that's the other part of this. Like, Like at the end of the day, this is just people's personal opinions. Like nobody's for the most part going to their house and throwing bricks through windows and crap like that. They're just, they're all grouping together. And as one saying, um, we're not going to watch this thing. We're not going to listen to this. Thing. But here's here's my thing. If cancel culture is a big problem, which it seems like it's maybe it's just too many anecdotes and they just stick up, but it's why it's not as widespread as we think it is. I don't know. But here's the thing. It seems like all the time we're getting this another story. Blah 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 blah. Did something we don't like. We're gonna like this woman. We're gonna drop her as because as a publisher and stuff like that. I believe I would like to see at the very least some of these companies, some of these corporations. These big boys out there actually have some balls. Be like, yeah, this person that we have a contract with or that we're going to have star in our movie or that we have a record deal with. They said something that a bunch of people on Twitter don't like. Oh, well, we're going to gamble that the bunch of people on Twitter actually isn't representative of the wider audience, the population as a whole. Like, I want to see so many people, so many people actually gamble on that. Maybe the loud ones are not the majority. They're just loud. So they seem like they're a lot. Well, didn't Disney give like James Gunn like a timeout? Didn't didn't he say? I mean, like, yeah, he was 
he was some of his old tweets came back to haunt him. Yeah, and and he and he went underground, and then he came back for Guardians Three, and now he's basically in charge of the DC universe. I think he was going to get booted from Guardians Two, if I remember right. Like they were talking about replacing him for Guardians Two, but the whole cast actually came to his defense. Yeah. Like, some of them were saying, if he's not doing it, I'm not doing it kind of thing. Yeah, so, I mean, isn't that kind of, like, maybe maybe it depends on the severity of it. But, like, if you throw yourself on the sword, maybe the studio will go easier on you. But, I mean, Disney de- absolutely brought him back. Well, sort of, but he's not even Disney anymore. He's he's helming the new DC. Yeah. Like, he's the DC. He's, like, he was what Joss Whedon was for Marvel. He's, he's the DC guy now. Yep. Well, hopefully Which, he can turn that around. Yeah, jeez. I mean, he's good, so you know what? Hey. <laughs> I still haven't seen the new Suicide Squad. You should actually. It's good. The Suicide Squad and then the TV show, The Peacemaker, were both actually really good. Like, I John watched... Cena has real comedic chops. I'll give him, like, he's he's actually really funny. Um, I mean, don't go into expecting, like, a really good super. It's over the top. It's it's comedy. It's straight out comedy. If you're expecting something like fucking Avengers or Winter Soldier or, you know, Iron Man or something like that. No, it's it's walk into it expecting an action comedy. That's it. As long as you don't expect anything other than that, you'll be fine. So let me ask you this question. We can finish on this. Have you ever canceled anything? You mean like have I been so disgusted that I just stopped watching? Yes. Does the Simpsons count? <laughs> <laughs> Not for social reasons, just because it started getting so crappy that even I couldn't. Have you stopped watching The Simpsons? I stopped watching The Simpsons like five oh God, like it's gotta be like eight, nine years ago. Seriously. Like really? I stopped watching The Simpsons a while ago. Like I was I was dedicated to it. Like I I straight out was like, I've seen every episode. I can't stop. Like it was a completionist thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can't stop. Then eventually I got to the point where I was like, I just I gotta kid you. A season finale, I got done watching it. I I realized I just watched an entire season. I could probably count up the number of times I laughed on one hand. <laughs> and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I'm I, even my time is worth more. Terrible. Well, it's uh, it's all but out there. In that's Disney probably Plus. not what you mean. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, okay, so I know people that are no longer going to watch Star Wars anymore because, uh, well, because of lack of quality, and there are a lot of people that are upset with the way that they handled, um, what's her name, Jenny, uh, Jenny, yeah, and um, see, that's so, that's an example of right wing because sometimes that happens. Because Gina Carano was conservative and she said something about being a Republican is like being a Jew during the Holocaust or something. Yeah. Verbally, but whatever. And she got canceled by the you know, left wing people. So the right wing people are now like want to boycott Disney Plus and all that crap, like canceling their subscriptions. So that's I mean, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it really is. Like you're you're canceling it because, you know, dropping Disney because there's nothing on it I want to watch. Because Star Wars is starting to suck lately, whatever. That's a practical decision. Trying to make a political statement, dropping that reason. So that's canceling. That's exactly the same. Yeah. So what have you canceled? Simpsons. See now, if you're if you're saying canceled, you know, stop watching something because of principle. I'm not saying I haven't, but nothing's coming to mind immediately. I don't. The same. I I know that there is something that I've thought to myself. You know what? Because of that, I'll never watch it again. Uh, it, wait, wait. Brian Johnson. I refuse to watch Knives Out because it's <laughs> <Ryan> Johnson. <laughs> and I've heard it. He's canceled so because like, no! of his opinion on Star Wars. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I did watch Knives Out. And um, and I think that I would watch another Ryan Johnson 
movie that's not Star Wars. And I think I think that just I might have a problem with something, you know, like I'm I'm going to watch Star Wars no matter what. Yeah. I don't I don't care. And quite frankly, I'm going to I'm going to watch Marvel no matter what. See, I've yeah. already we might, I've so far I've watched all this stuff. Well, I haven't watched the cartoon, but I've watched all this all this stuff. I've already started walking myself away from Marvel, which is almost funny because I was traditionally I've been more of a Marvel fan than a Star Wars fan. Like I was, you know, I always loved Star Wars since I was a kid, but I lived and breathed Marvel. Like I was I I was a comic book nerd. Like it suffused my fucking cells. I, I and I can't take some of the new Marvel crap. Like I didn't watch Miss Marvel. I didn't watch She-Hulk. Um, you know, waited for Black Panther to get to Disney. Probably gonna wait for Ant Man to get to, to Disney. Honestly, I, I just yeah. I don't know. I'm obsessed with how things are tying into the MCU. Like I, but they're not. That's the problem. Nothing is anymore. It's it's such a sure tale, like very thin thread of time. I was talking to my brother about this. It, the end of Eternals, a giant hand sticks up out of the planet. And this big alien god says, I'm going to come back and destroy the world. And after that, nobody talks about any of it. Every single Marvel property after that, no part of that is. That's, that should be giant. If this was the old MCU, if something like that happened, that'd yeah. be popping up in the new Captain America movie, the new Thor movie. You know, that'd be the, the next Avengers movie, be teasing the crap out of that. Nope. Nobody seems to know or care. Well, but don't you think that if that movie were worthy, that they would have? <laughs> it's yeah, like well, don't that, you, don't part you, of that wonders is Marvel because the movie kind of it didn't bomb bomb or I don't know if it bombed or maybe just underperformed at the very least nobody really gave a rat's ass about it yeah is Marvel kind of walking it back like once phase five starts are we going to hear anything about the Eternals at all like as, as Marvel quietly just like maybe that didn't happen did you watch the Eternals yeah we watched it no no we didn't we watched Shang-Chi together. Yes. Yeah, we went. But um, it based on that movie, it was a huge part of Earth. I mean, like... Yeah. It, it, like that should be like something like everybody... All, like a giant fucking hand came out of the planet. That should have messed with the weather, earthquakes, tsunamis. Like, every other Marvel probably should have been like, what's up with this hand? We gotta find out what's going on with this hand. Right. You know, there was a giant fucking god, like a giant face looking down the world. You know, all... You know, but nothing. So, and this is what I, the MCU is reduced to all these little islands, these little things that are just their own thing that aren't tying together at all. Like, well, is anything in Ant Man going to mention anything happened in Black Panther? Because in Black Panther, you know, one of the plot points was that Damor was coming up and attacking the world, and, you know, everybody thought Wakanda was doing it. It, it barely tied it. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I got, I'm rambling on and on, but. The well, point at least is, we got She-Hulk twerking. Like, with the old MCU, you watched Iron Man, you watched Captain America, you watched Thor, and then once the first Avengers, and once they announced Avengers, you started to get the shape of it. Okay, this is what's going to happen. We're going to get these slate of movies, they're going to introduce some characters and some things, and they're going to inch it forward to the next Avengers. Then we're going to get these solo movies that are going to inch everything forward to the next Avengers. What the fuck's coming in the current MCU? What's it inching towards? Nobody knows. Can. Maybe? Well, I mean, Loki. Well, my brother saw uh, uh, the new Ant-Man. He's telling me that at one point, Kang says something like, something bad is coming, implying that he's not the big bad guy. Something else is. But what the fuck is it? By now, 
we would have already known if this was the old MCU. We would have had an idea. But it's, but I have a feeling it's going to come out of nowhere. Hey, look, there's this thing. Next movie, we're going to all have a big war and fight it. You know, Thanos. it's going to be right in your face. It's not going to be Thanos. It's either going to be the Beyonder or Galactus, I guarantee you. Yeah. Sorry, that's the nerd talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what is that? End of an S5 refrigerator. <laughs> it's humming. All right, well, do you want to do some trivia? Let's do some trivia. I got a list of trivia things. A so, list? Yes. I found a website that just had fun facts. So, oh, hey. all right. <laughs> you want to go well, first? How about, I, how about I go first, then? Mine is not very topical or profound, so yeah, you should. Uh, I can't say mine's topical. Maybe a little bit. What is, or what was, the first PG-13 movie? Uh, I want to say Temple of Doom, but that might be the first movie that prompted there to be a PG. That is correct. Is it Temple it of prompted. It's not Temple of Doom. It prompted PG-13, so it's not okay. the first PG-13. So was you're half correct. Gremlins? Nope. The Spielberg movie? No. Yeah. Think ensemble cast. The Goonies? No. <laughs> uh, see Thomas Howell. Red Dawn? Red Dawn. Uh, that's Red Dawn is the first PG-13 movie, and Steven Spielberg is... Straight to see Thomas Howell. Forget Patrick Swayze or <laughs> well, Charlie Kane or... Uh, he was going to no, 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 be next. Howell made that movie. <laughs> well, if I gave you Patrick Swayze, <laughs> you were going to get that immediately. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, he was in like 20,000 movies. In the How many movies? 20,000, I counted. Holy shit. He yeah. had quite a career. Yeah, he just was, he's pretty busy. Yeah. He died so, of not cancer. So uh, Steven Spielberg made Temple of Doom, which had a human sacrifice scene, and it got a uh, had a PG rating and, and parents were pissed. Mm -hmm. So he came up with PG 13 and he didn't, he, he wasn't stuck on PG 13. He thought there could be a PG 14, PG 15, PG you know what I mean? And the president of the MPAA at the time <clears throat> said, um, now we'll just go with PG 13. Yeah. That was wise. Can you imagine a world where those PG 13 through 18 or some shit? No, <laughs> But he did, uh, Steven Spielberg did say that they made Temple of Doom at the time when he and George Lucas were both going through really bad breakups. <laughs> and he said, we made it a little bit darker than it probably needed to be. George Lucas was going through his divorce, which I found out is the reason why we will never get a, or not never, but it, it'll take a while after his ex-wife dies. <clears throat> uh, the reason why... He did the special editions. Oh, yeah, you're talking about this. Yeah, he was going through the divorce <laughs> and she was going to get all the royalty. She was going to get all this money from royalties. And there's some weird Hollywood rule that if you change a certain amount of the film, mm -hmm. uh, royalties switch over, you know. So if he puts Buzzy. out if he puts out the original trilogy on Blu-ray, <coughs> excuse me, his ex-wife will get all kinds of money and he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, like that's a total complete fu. Anyway, I saw this interview once with Vanilla Ice, where they pretty much were talking about how he ripped off Under Pressure for Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, it's like, yep, yeah, nope, because of the law, we changed the beat just enough. Like it's like, it's not din 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 din, it's din 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 or something like that. Like he's like, there's like two extra notes or some shit like in there. He's like, we changed it just enough that it's not even a cover. It's a we uh. We didn't owe any money to him or anything like that. Or like 
can't touch this is changed just enough from super freak that it's you know he didn't have to do anything yeah well tell that to ray parker jr <laughs> yeah although <laughs> nothing's disclosed nobody actually knows what the settlement was right true so hey it could have been five bucks you know all right you got some trivia for me sure let's see here i got all kinds what was the first toy to be advertised on tv slinky no probably right silly animal. silly putty think anthropomorphic like a doll sort of no way it's barbie no it's like the polar opposite of barbie is far from barbies again it'd still be like a doll it's a uh, mis- raggedy ann mr mr potato head. head mr potato head no shit mr head to his friends uh <laughs> first toy to be advertised on tv yeah wow okay what year was that do you know it did not it doesn't sit i'm guessing the 50s yeah because that's when tv was around <laughs> Uh, what country has an emergency number to report spies? 113 is the number. Well, uh, America, USA probably has something like that. But uh, See, I was, I was going to give you a hint and say, think of a country that shares a border with a belligerent power. But that is America. Those fucking shifty Canadians. We can't yeah, trust them. Canadians are terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, shit. That belligerent neighbor? Yeah. So Russia? A very belligerent neighbor. Right vicinity. Ukraine? No, more east. China? So close. Uzbekistan. Mongolia. You get a little, well, okay, Mongolia, you get even closer, sort of, I think. My geography sucks. Korea. South Korea. South Korea has an emergency number of reports suspected spies. 113. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I'm shocked we don't. I'm shocked America doesn't have something like that. What color is most toilet paper in France? Pink. Okay, you went right to it. <laughs> Either you don't think much of the French or you are uh, very simpatico with them. <laughs> it, it is pink, isn't it? It's pink. That's the answer. Yeah, I've uh, colored toilet paper has been banned from virtually every house that I've ever lived in with females. What? Apparently, apparently the coloring in the toilet paper is is not great like without going too far into detail. <laughs> Let's see here. What's the only mammal that can't jump? Mammal that can't jump? Only one of them. I would have thought there'd be a beaver. Not according to this. Apparently, beavers can jump. <laughs> an elephant. An elephant? Hey, second guess. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is it an elephant? Yeah. Elephants cannot jump. Huh. Well, they're pretty heavy. I just. I've, I've seen elephants get up on two legs. I wonder if maybe. I bet you elephants can jump, but just once. And then they just shatter their legs and shins yeah. And yeah they just got the one jump in them so maybe <laughs> they, get, they got one jump ever all right i'll find one more let's see there's gotta be a good one uh, a quarter of all your bones are in this one area of your body what's that area your foot yeah feet so maybe both together yeah yeah the amount of bones in your feet is incredible like i i'm shocked that more people don't have like just walking around on broken bones Okay, I got one more. This one's actually fucking weird. Okay. Dogs dogs have been banned from Antarctica since April 1994 out of concern that the dogs will do what? Freeze to death. It's not out of concern of, for the dogs. It's that oh. the dogs will do something. Eat all the food. <laughs> They're uh, just too cute pee, to stop. Pee on the outside of the facility. And then the icicle freezes, then you have to... <laughs> Turn into aliens and destroy the compound. Ah, uh, yes. Somebody damn watched. It. The, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. serious. I was like, God damn it! Why didn't I say that immediately? 
they pan tops because somebody watched the thing one too many times. Like, yeah. Don't that shit. Fuck. Yeah. And and seriously, is the thing? Do you like? Is it like required watching, or do yes. you? Or do I don't know what the rest of what you're going to ask, but the answer is yes. No, I, I'm just saying that, like, if you're going to go be a scientist and, like, do they have the DVD of the thing <laughs> at the, at the whatever workstation they have? Or is it, like, banned? Like, like, I bet you every, I don't know what you call him, station chief or whatever, forces his crew to watch it because that's the reason why he has flamethrowers. Like, every time they go, they're like, why the flamethrowers around? He's like, glad you asked. Sit down. Turn the TV <laughs> that's on. right. Find it's out. a training video. <laughs> uh okay so dogs were banned out of concern that they might spread diseases to seals i don't know because they want to frolic with them or hump them i don't understand why they would do that well i think that there's a lot of diseases that like not communicable between dogs and other species but i bet they are with seals you know what i mean like there are a whole bunch of dog diseases that humans can't get there's a bunch of dog diseases that you know, and I bet seals are close enough. Seals that, are sea dogs, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably it. Like, it's got to be. I, I would hope that they're doing it for rational reasons, not just it could happen. So let's make sure. Okay, this one's freaking weird. It's almost apropos. Beavers were once the size of this other animal. I'm guessing, like, evolutionarily speaking, back in the day. Stegosaurus. Not that big. Well, no, not that big. Rhinoceros. Yeah, close. They would share an environment. They would share an environment? The the animals that beavers are once the size of shared, well, at least today, share an environment with normal beavers, non-freak beavers. Where do beavers live? Rivers. What, what, what do beavers chop down? Oh, trees? So they live in... Rivers. Dams. <laughs> they live They live in the woods. Well, I, yeah, live, I, I, would, I would argue that. I would argue that is a bone of contention. I don't think beavers live in the woods. I think beavers live in in beaver huts in the river. Which is the in the river might be in the woods, I suppose. The river runs through it. A river was Brad Pitt. Sure. Well, anyways, this animal poops in the woods. <laughs> a bear? Yeah. According to this, beavers were once the size of bears. Can you imagine a fucking bear-sized beaver coming at you with its goddamn teeth? Well, like, fuck. Yeah, but I think there's trees left. Oh yeah. I mean, just imagine the size of the dams that they would build. <laughs> but also, when beavers were that big, humans were giants. So, big Sasquatches running around. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's the way it works. Actually, according to fundamentalist, young earth creationist Christians, Adam and Eve were the size of giants. Like, freaking 12 feet tall or something. Yeah, see? It's weird. You can have, you can have your big beavers all you want if we're 12 feet tall. <laughs> I'm sure you've had a giant beaver, yes. <laughs> yeah, just imagine how big beavers are. <laughs> a beaver the size of a bear? My God, man, you could crawl up inside that thing and sleep. It's where the bears hibernated. <laughs> nice beaver. Thanks, I just had it stuffed. <laughs> Naked gun. Hey, this one came up. I think we counted as my magic powers. Who? How tall was the tallest man in recorded history? 12 feet. Yep, it was Adam. Yep, so so, the Bible said so. The non-fanatical answer. What do you think it might be? Uh, eight feet, six inches. So close. Eight feet, four inches. You go, you go the wrong way. Eight feet, nine inches. Yeah. Eight foot eight. Eight foot ten. Eight foot eleven. Eight foot eleven. Eight foot twelve. Eight foot punch. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, I thought you were just. Oh no, I'm not gonna say it a third time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Daylight coming, no one go home. 
All right, that's enough. This goes on and on and on. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Oh shit! No, one last one, because this is—it's all tying together. I'm freaking magic. The full Bible has been trans—I don't know how to word this. The full Bible has been translated into how many languages? Before you answer, though, just so you know, some of these languages are Elvish, Klingon, and Navi, which I think is from the freaking Avatar movie. So it's been translated into 150 languages. More than that. 2,000 languages. More than that. <laughs> One million languages. One million? Yes. No, okay, not quite that much. 250,000. was getting there. there. Yeah, I I can't even imagine there being that many. 3,000. 3,000 languages? 3,000 languages, if you include bullshit like Elvish, Klingon, and Navi. (laughs) I'm sure Westerosi or some bullshit. What what, what was the language that they spoke in Game of Thrones? Old Valyrian or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. I still got to translate to that, too. I want like a redneck Bible. I'm sure they got that. Yep. That would be great. The trailers. I'm sure they got the Bonics Bible. I'm sure they got a Spanglish Bible. I'm sure they got Bibles for everybody. Ebonics? Yeah. Everybody. Esperanto. Did bringing up Ebonics get us canceled? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait for the, get the word. All right. Well, let's leave it at that. <laughs> canceled. If you don't hear from us again, it's because we got canceled. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that we're, we're podcasting once a year. No, that's <laughs> the magic of it. We just... We podcast once a year, so we don't get canceled. That's right. And then we can talk about a certain film all we want. I hate boners and murder (laughs) boners and all the best boners. All right. Well, uh, I'll sign off then. I'm uh, Tom Bear Beaver with them saying, (laughs) dip me in your Monday milk. And I stole my beaver joke. I should have known it. Were you going to use it? I was going to say, like, eight-foot beaver or something like that. <laughs> eight-foot? I am um, I am Bob Elvish Beaver Scully. <laughs> it's a fancy beaver. That's a fancy beaver. Right. Got lots of curly beaver. All right. Well, until this time next year. Hit me in your Monday milk. Hit me in your Monday milk. All right. See you later. Goodbye.